Radical life. What is it? What is radical life? Robin, define the word radical for us. The dictionary says, as an adjective, it's relating to or affecting the fundamental nature of something. It's far-reaching and very thorough. Like radical change or radical action, radical reaches to the fundamental and basics. Now, radical's not, radical life support is what we're calling our podcast, but Rick, you had a band back in the day. I did. And you called it? R-L-S, Radical Life Support. You know, you know, eventually when you start something, you know, you, at least for me anyway, how I typically do it is I start the something and then the name comes along later. And in the case of the band, we were doing some gigs, we were doing some rocking, youth groups, churches, some high schools, and then people would say, what's the name of what you do? What's the name of your band? And of course, the first few times it was, we just don't, we don't have a name, we just rock, we just, we just play music, we do it. One day I saw a an ambulance go by. And at the time, the word radical was, you know, this was back in the 80s. The word radical was quite a popular word with young people. Matter of fact, I'd been to California a few times and they'd taken the word radical and they had shortened it up and everything was rad. It was rad, man. That's so cool. So rad. And uh, I saw this ambulance go by and on the side of the ambulance, it said basic life support unit. And because I looked up in the dictionary what the word radical meant, it stuck out. It was like off the side of the ambulance that day, the, the name basic life support just jumped right out at me. Basic. Basic life support. And in my mind, because I had read the definition of the word radical as being basic, fundamental, back to basics, mm -hmm. elementary, it jumped out at me as basic life support. In my, in my brain, though, I saw radical life support unit. Mm -hmm. radical life support and that just stuck it just stuck that day and and you know i don't know if i brought it to a band meeting or if i just at a concert one night said you know we're uh we're radical life support we're the radical life support band and then eventually got shortened to rls and you know the rest is is history and schools that brought us in they the kids bought our t-shirts and bought our tapes and Eventually CDs, and here we are in 2020 talking about it. So we decided to call ours Radical Life Support, too. But we want to be support for you, for our listeners, to live a radical life for Jesus. So it's really not radical life support. It's really radical life and then support. We want to challenge, inspire you and have the Holy Spirit stir you up inside to live a radical life for Jesus Christ. Uh, so when we were thinking about doing a podcast, that's our heart. That's our heart for doing a podcast, to be that encouragement for folks. And living a radical life for Jesus is not always easy, but it is worth it. Always. Always worth it. So what we're going to do here is... Uh... As we launch the Radical Life podcast is just take this first time and let you know just a little bit about us, who we are, 
I think I'll start off by just telling you that in my life, for me personally, the most radical life I have ever met is Jesus. No, there isn't anybody more radical than him. I don't care how crazy somebody's you know, story is. I don't care how well-known, popular, zany uh, a person, you know, how many marks in the Guinness book they've gotten. Jesus, to me, is, is the most radical. He is the most radical of all folks. And he lived a life that millions have tried to follow try to in some way you know emulate and man all we do is as we do that is just we just continually feel like we, we fall short because he did it perfectly and we do it imperfectly but that's for me when I when I think of radical life when I think of a radical life I think of Jesus and for me I was 16 years old when I came to know Jesus I'd heard about him of course you know growing up and growing up on a farm growing up going to church Great parents, you know, wonderful, wonderful family, you know, units all around us, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, just wonderful family. And, you know, nobody, you know, said that there was no God. They, not, not, a, not a single one that I ever, ever heard said that, there, that God did not exist. And so I grew up in a great family hearing about Jesus, hearing about God. Uh, the Bible was around. Forget, I'll never forget the first time I sat and I, I read. Uh, my mom's new The Way <laughs> Bible. It was a living translation, living paraphrase translation of the Bible. Green cover. Sat there in uh, our living room. And I don't know if I was the only one home that night. You know, I, uh, But I, was, I remember sitting there in the chair, just uh, starting right at the beginning, starting Genesis 1 in the beginning and it just really it, it just it screamed at me it took till I was 16 years old though till I really came to a place of making it personal a personal faith a personal belief a personal uh, beginning that personal relationship with Jesus truly becoming what the Bible calls born again and that happened to me at 16 years old and you know the events to follow in, in the next days, weeks, months, and years, what we would like to go into here over the course of some time, not, not all right now in this first podcast, but we'd like to talk uh, about our radical life that Jesus has led us through and, you know, the, the effects on, on other people's lives that it, it has had. That's my story, and, and, and I'll tell more at, at, on another podcast. But Robin, how about you? Well, I first came to know Jesus when I was 12. My parents divorced when I was five, and there was we didn't go to church. We didn't do anything. But after the divorce, my dad started taking me to Sunday school when I saw him every other weekend. And my mom came to know the Lord and when we moved to Florida. We had been living in Illinois. And my mom and stepfather sent me to a, not sent me, but they took me to a rock and roll concert, a Christian rock and roll concert, which was pretty radical back in the 70s. Uh, when I went to that concert, 
I would say it was radical. It was quite radical. Yeah, because, you know, Christian my rock and parents roll. were to say, hey, kids, jump in the pickup truck. We're going to a Christian rock concert. I, again, I can't even imagine it. So, yes, that is, yeah, Robin, well, that that's, is radical. That's where my parents took me, and I think it was the love song or something like that. Chuck Gerard. It was in Fort Lauderdale, and I just remember as a 12-year-old hearing the message and crying that Jesus died for me and that, you know, he was the way to get to heaven. I wanted to go to heaven. I wanted to be in heaven with Jesus. So I went forward and gave my life. I was pretty, pretty on fire for him as a teenager, very much on fire. That's, you know, that's the start of where my walk with the Lord was. And I've, will tell my testimony in a later podcast as well, but we both want to skip ahead. Rick and I met each other seven years ago. And when the Lord put us together, we definitely knew that we wanted to let others know about Jesus and living this radical life for Jesus. I was just thinking about all the different paths you can take in life. There's so many different ways you can go. There's so many ways the world, you could go do this, go do that, go do that. But living a radical life for Jesus is the only path where you're covered in love. There's no other path in the whole wide world where you're covered in love, like when you're walking a life with Jesus. Because he will cover you with love every step of the way. Living a radical life is pretty multifaceted, but it's pretty singularly focused. The best way to live a radical life is just make Jesus that very center of your life. A radical life with Rick and Ralph.